I'ma say what I feel And I promise to keep it real Welcome to the Red Room Diminishing the doubts are behind ya It's hard to grind in the business Got me stressed in the rent room We let that shit up off our chest You know the street nerds Got no time for no caca Sass in class Yes, that's Mr. Bolakaja Never have to guess When you're listening to Hilliard He gon' bring more game Than a shark playing billiards It's all about the crap of screenwriting It's exciting when you turn an outline Into something enlightening Your pen and words Are like bullets in a gun Write what you feel Say what you want Welcome to the rent room What's up, y'all? It's your boy, Hilliard Guest. You guys are listening to the Screenwriter's Rant Room. Where we keep it real, we keep it opinionated, we keep it what, y'all? Let's keep it what kind of... No, no, no. Oh, we're gonna you do, found we, some? No, no. We're going to go back to 100. Really? What's because, that with that? because our sir, uh-huh. who took it from us, uh-huh. I figured the show's not around anymore. Uh-huh. We can reclaim our throne. Oh, okay. I mean, we can say what kind of this time. She had an epiphany. Look. I had an epiphany. Like, we can go back. We can take back what was ours. Sorry, Mr. All right, let's do it. We Sorry, Mr. Wilmore. Okay, we can come up with something. All right, we'll still say Wakanda. Because it'll be Wakanda forever, 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 ever. Yes. Okay. <laughs> On the show, Sorry. we keep it Sorry. real. Sorry, interrupted broadcast. We keep it opinionated. We keep it what, everybody? Wakanda, Wakanda forever. forever. Yes. You know how we do it on the rant room. Mm-hmm. On the show, we discuss entertainment, TV, film, music, culture. But our focus is always screenwriting, stories, craft, and shit like that. Mm. Yes, she is. Mm. She's back again. Yeah. She is the incredible. Mm-hmm. The rhyme edible. Mm-hmm. The impedible. Hey. Is that even a word? The yeah, impedible? yes, it is. Right? So we don't black people make up. Project, look, black so. people make up words. <laughs> and once we make them up, they become <laughs> lexicon. Right. <laughs> well, yes. Yeah, see, black people are good at making up words. And, and the, they're good at making up first names, mm-hmm. and so <laughs> the creativity flows. We abbreviate. That's all. You make up these good first names. Good first names. We make up good first names. Lisa just got her hair did. No, you, you know what they did because they be they be bumping people, it, they be patting their hair mm-hmm. like it be itching. They don't want to scratch. They don't, don't want to scratch and mess up the stuff. <laughs> so they pat. For y'all white folks, that's a black your, thing. Pat your heads. Pat thing. your heads. <laughs> yes, the creativity. Hey. So this, so 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 this <clears throat> episode is actually to disprove Carl Seaton's Damn. theory about, about 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 Lisa not being. Real. You know what? He was yes. talking mad. He was going he in was going on you in. last episode. <laughs> you know what, Carl? You know what? You want? You know what, Mr. Chicago? You can come on through. Okay. I'm right here. Look, I'll meet you right here. <laughs> <laughs> he said he might come through, but he can't get here till one. I'm like, we're gonna be done at one. So, <clears throat> well, if he can get here at twelve forty-five. He could just see me. He could see me getting in my car. Exactly. <laughs> hey, shout out, shout out to my Starbucks barista over here on La Brea. Uh, because I, you know, here's the thing. I always get this. I'm so boring. Either I get a cappuccino or I always get a salted caramel hot chocolate. Well, we know what we like. We always right. Yes, but they never have the salt to go with uh, it because the salt is seasonal. Oh, really? But they have the recipe And every Starbucks I go to And not mind you I go to the Starbucks All the time mm-hmm. They should know me by now <laughs> And every time I go And I say that They look at me like mm, Hold on a minute Let me go and look at it. It's like okay It's hazelnut It's all this stuff right. But my barista today He says How would you like We're so sorry about this I said you guys Never had the sawdust Okay But would you like to have all Like he named all the doodahs right. And bells and whistles right. They put in everything else right. And I said Give me all of those things Okay He now, did his homework he, didn't No he, he did he, And he, it, he, it is delicious this is, like the be- this is the best one I've had hmm. And I believe he put crack in it too <laughs> I'm just saying So I'm just saying That those people Who like your salted caramel Hot chocolate um, I think his wait, name wait, is, wait. is Salted caramel, caramel hot, hot chocolate. chocolate I didn't even know They A had Salted caramel It's usually seasonal They only have it oh. Usually during the winter Why is it Because they 
happening. So so I would be fun. on that. I would it's be not. On They're that. just lazy. They are fucking lazy. <laughs> They're you lazy. See, exactly. you, see on, you go to the store and you see, and there's sea salt. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. everywhere. So usually I carry sea salt. I do. I have sea salt <laughs> in my purse. Yes, I do. I carry, listen, people. <laughs> I carry a smudge bundle. I carry sea salt. I carry Florida water. Florida water? Yes. What's that? What's that? Bitch, you don't have Florida water? That's we southern. The that's the stuff. That's my grandfather's stuff. That's the stuff that protects you from evil. <laughs> is I that gotta, like? Is that like? It's uh, a cologne. It's actually a cologne. But <laughs> I in don't certain, know, I'm is that like Vicks so vapor rub or some shit? No. You put it on everything. Black, <laughs> black southern people from old southern <clears throat> families know that stuff. In fact, it got it got a boost when Solange sang about it in mm-hmm. Almeida. But it's something my grandfather had in his house, and it's something I always had. And they use it for spiritual cleansing and to 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 Can wipe away. You drink away. it. Or you just no. It's, it's a, a topical. You just put it on. It's like okay. a like a clone. See, that sounds okay. like a movie type. But what I put a little bit of my hand, I rub it on, and then I I dust myself like. Jay Z, like dust your shoulders off, like it just keeps negativity away from you. Yeah, okay. Yes, I use it all the time. So it's like blessed oil. It's blessed it's oil, but it's but it's black people magic because we right. just took some cologne and we said this is going to keep away evil. <laughs> and I always have a big bottle and I keep it and I have that. And you know, look, if Beyonce can have hot sauce in her bag, I can have sea salt for my caramel. Hot sauce in her bag. A lot of black girls had them hot sauce in their bag. That's why they had to take the damn high blood pressure medication exactly. because they're taking hot sauce. It's bad for you. No, it's not. All right. Hot sauce has the peppers have healing properties. Let's, How do you think black people survived slavery and white people bullshit in slavery days? How do you think we survived? Because we had hot sauce. Let's look at hot the, liquor at the sodium levels. Shout out to the native shit. people who gave us cornbread and grits and hami that kept yeah. us alive. That well, see, that's what keeps us. And alive. we had to have hot sauce to give those chitlins. And see, I'm one of the few black people I can't stand anything. Oh, hot. I can't not. I don't even. I never. I learned what? to appreciate hot. It's like, you know what? It's 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 like my it's like my family from from West. See, that's Virginia. the white parts of your blood family line coming through. So that's much. the European and y'all coming out, and I I respect that. I understand. But you got sometimes. Yeah, listen, sometimes genetics be uh, fucked up okay, that way. Okay, Europe. All right, Europe. Little Germany, listen, France. Listen, Mix. listen. The Italian French side, they know food and they respect the hot peppers and hot sauce. Now, you English and British descended yes, black folk, yes, I have nothing for you people because you know the United Kingdom folks ain't got no seasoning. They just call All they did was boil their food. Boiled potatoes. Boiled potatoes. No pepper in there. Look, water, no salt even water. Even no. though I have French ancestry, our food was fucked up too, but we learned how to make sauces, bitch. We learned how to make sauces to cover shit up. Sauces is everything. Sauces is everything. And Italian's like, we really can't cook, no, so we just gonna have really vegetables is. and noodles. Because you can't fuck up vegetables and noodles and some olive oil. Wow. <laughs> wow. Anyway, hello. Lisa Bolacaz. Yes. Bad got, news. Bad news. Hold on, let me introduce Chris. Right well, wait, wait. Go ahead. Because you always introduce Chris. Chris gets all the time. <laughs> I get all the time. Wow. You do. You mm. do. Since I'm the snuffleupagus of... <laughs> The podcast, apparently. <clears throat> Since Carl's Hold on, before you get to real. it, I just, I just glanced at my phone. Yes. 42 minutes ago, we got a, a tweet from this guy. It looks like Artan. Read that. Read that. Right there. I can't read it. Right Aiden Shakchir? Yeah. What does it say? If you're a screamer at any level, do yourself a favor and listen to the latest episode of Hillier Guest's Rant Room podcast with guests. Oh, Latoya Morgan. It's essential. Shout out to Latoya. She killed that episode. We had a ball on that. Ooh, he said it is essential. (laughs) Yes, it is. Okay. Exactly. 
Shout out to you, uh, Artan. Artan. Artan or Artan? Artan. Artan. Sorry, yeah, Aiden. you know Maybe what? You Aiden. have a wonderful name. I'm gonna have to look up where where that name comes from because I'm gonna steal it from one of my short stories. I love names and the etymology of names. So if we mispronounce your name, we apologize. But it's amazing. It's gonna show up in one of my short stories. Awesome. So then we got my man Chris Derrick in the house. Hi, Chris. Writer, director himself. Mm-hmm. What you up to, Chris? You got some good shit going on? Um, actually, I have something exciting. Super exciting! Oh, oh! I was telling Lisa not just not just exciting. <clears throat> Super exciting! I know he enunciated and shit. He enunciated. I was telling Lisa offline. I, I, something very exciting happened just in like two days. Just good. Just bam, bam, bam! And I love it. Like, Aha! <laughs> so that's good. It is. Was that some karate shit? We were talking about a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah, before you came. <laughs> so I got to make sure which one are we talking about? The strip club, or are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Jenna Jameson, what was we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> when I was given the history of Jenna Jameson's uh, uh, meteoric rise in the porn industry. I think it had websites. something to do with you at 17 wanting to be a porn director. 19. 19. Let's be clear. 17. Same 19. Thing. I was 19. She was young. And I might go back to be because I, I am a connoisseur. Let's always be a porn director. I am a connoisseur. And I think that if more women got into it, we can elevate the hey, game. If you're going to do Debbie game. Does Dallas and some. Uh, listen. What's the good shit? When it was a movie. Listen. Right? Children. In the 70s, <clears throat> my mom and my stepdad and they would get dressed up to go to the Pussycat Theater. <laughs> she remembered, like... To go... Because I'd be like, why can't I go to the movies? Why can't I... And they said, well, this isn't the type of movie you need to go to. And right. until they left, my babysitter, I'd be like, look, Moody. <laughs> that was their name, too. Well, Moody, her real right? name was Velma, but they were from Mississippi, so we all had nicknames. It was right. Movie, Flubba, Chana, okay, Son Moody, of Man, all of them. They're going to name you Moody because your ass got an attitude. I, I didn't have a nickname because my mom did not believe in that. Really? And so I, for years, I just wanted a nickname. I thought it was just the coolest thing. And my mother thought, no, we're... we're they didn't know you was a real L boogie? I, listen, listen, they didn't know. <laughs> but yeah, they, they used to get dressed up right. and go out to go see Debbie Does Dallas, Deep Throat, Deep Throat. The Devil Miss Jones. That was my movie right there. Chatterbox. I mean, that was one of my first crushes. Yeah. And so... <laughs> And so, and if you don't remember, when we first had cable TV, when we first had HBO and Cinemax, mm-hmm. they did have like the porn late at night. They'd have like these porn things, but they would have like soft porn, and they would like blur it out. Right. Mm-hmm. So when you're poor and you don't really have cable money, <clears throat> your you imagination still, be. And we had antennas, it. and you could do the antenna, I and sometimes, and then sometimes, it'd be blurry as fuck, wouldn't it? <laughs> once, as, once a year, usually in June, they Damn, would have, they would have free. Details? This is like in the '80s. They would have free. They have it every now and then now, but they would have like a free weekend mm-hmm. of oh, HBO yeah. and yeah. Cinemax right, and right, all right. of them. So I was able to watch soft porn right. at age 12 and 13. And then when I saw that, and that's when they were showing things like, oh, it was a famous class. What is it? Uh, Emmanuel goes. Oh, it was like the classic. Yeah, it was the classic. They did like 20 lady, of them. Yeah. Up, lady Chatterley's <clears throat> Lover. It was like the classic. They would change the, the, yeah, the, the, the locale. Star. So in my mind, porn wasn't a bad thing. Yeah. It was like exotic locations. Fabulous Those life, were sexy, though. Sexy. Right. And it, they had story. It was porn yeah. with plot. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the problem with porn now. It's not. It's nowadays you can just do your clip and save and move your clips and have your stuff, whatever. Okay, can I tell you it's amazing. It's amazing. When I was an actor, probably in the late 90s, <clears throat> I, I auditioned for something and turned out to be some soft porn there. And I freaked because they gave me a call back and I was Bitch, like. Bitch, that could have been our way in. Oh my God. That could have been our way in. I told my manager, no, nah, I, I can't. No, and it was like, that was just, that was like at 19, well, that was the thing, dream. Well, that the was thing, the dream. The thing is, if you do that one time, it's really hard to get out of. You almost can't get out of it. Yeah. No, but I was going as a writer director. Well, was, well was, that's, that's different. That's different. That is different. I mean, yeah, that's I mean, totally different. Because what's your name at a hard time? <clears throat> uh, he remember the girl. She was in Boyd. 
Oh. She was like oh, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. She, uh, was like, she was like a girl. She was like like, like She was like 15 when, when she, she got did in. Porn, yeah. Yeah. Um, what is her name? She's actually a really good actress. This is what I'm saying. But so she got out of porn to and become became a serious actress. Oh, really? She's a really good actress. There's, there's a few. There was this whole, but, but there's a whole story where it's, where it's but like But they gave her it, yeah. I, mean, I mean like she was doing porn she was underage right. and they had, and they went through and they and they she got some lawsuit and they burned all they they destroyed all of their stuff. Like really? her footage like they actually had to go through they, <clears throat> What is her name? She was in Blaze. She's It she, will come to me yeah. <laughs> 20 minutes from now. So if I blurt out this random name, <laughs> you know why. <laughs> But anyway, that's that's that was a career aspiration at a young age because I figured I had the talent to do that, and I might still go back because now a lot of the stuff that's out there is just Tracy like Lourdes. trash. Tracy Lords, Tracy, oh, Tracy, Tracy Lords, yes, Tracy Lords. But yes, but yeah, you know, so, I don't have no stigma. So what are we talking about today? Well, I thought it's a short that, episode. What we talk about with Tracy and all of us, I thought, you know, it's almost summer's upon us, even though this has been the longest winter ever. Mm-hmm. I know we've been raining. Like winter this is coming yesterday. and it's never it was, leaving. It was raining today. Yeah. Was it today too? Well, well, well I was walking it's up today. It was oh, it's oh, yeah, snowed it at my job. Duh. What? Really? It snowed on Monday. Sunday and Monday at my job. It's the, only, the only good thing though, remember last and year it was snowed dry on Wednesday. As fuck. It was hot so, as fuck. That's what I'm saying. Dry, so it was like in me, the 90s. As long as it's wet, the more green it is. I'm happy. I'm happy with that. It's just I in May I wanted to wear some t-shirts, but this past Wednesday, literally our last week. Kids came up and it started snowing. Right. And bitch, I was mad because I put away the snow gear. <laughs> I had my good yeah, summer go t-shirts. <laughs> have my good sneaks. Okay. And I'm sitting there and it's like, is this snow? We got to put... Oh, man. I was in <laughs> denial the whole time. I was like, I know. She was ready to go to the river nope. and shit. Nope. <laughs> Animal footprints. I'm looking at birds, looking at me like, bitch, I thought it was May 20-something. I said, look, heifer, I thought it was too. I don't know what's going on. But I thought we would talk about... Let's get it. The summer anticipation, because <clears throat> last week I went to go see The Hustle mm-hmm. with Anne Hathaway and... Um, What's that about? Rebel Wilson. Basically, it's... Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're grifters. Right. They're trying to be grifters. It's a remake of... comedy. Um, it's a remake of Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. Right. Is that what's supposed to be a remake? Because I was sitting not there, I was really? like, why does yeah. this feel familiar but not as good? Yeah. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the movie's terrible. <laughs> and the only reason why I say that is because <clears throat> I think it needed to be raunchier. Mm. And so it's played a little safe. I, I think it, yeah, and I think it should have been Ron Cher, and I don't think Anne Hathaway should have been the character. I think it should have been Emily Blunt should have played Anne Hathaway's okay. role. Well, see, this is the thing about, and it needs to be, it needs to be dirtier, raunchier, and it just, it was just basic. And the only reason why we went because it was five bucks and it's a bunch of friends and like, oh, let's just go see the thing that's planned. Supporting female it's a laugh. Right? We're drunk anyway. It's five dollar <laughs> margaritas. What, what the hell? It's five dollar movie. Ain't nothing else planned. Let's go. <laughs> So, you know. But this is my thing about that movie, and it's like the one. It's I. This is this is. I mean, she, and Anne Hathaway is she's a good actress in the right role. Uh, I mean, I thought she was amazing as Catwoman, but they never like capitalized on that. Um, but you these movies that are these remakes of films, like this constant pillaging of of. It's so weird. It's like the last 20 years has, been, has just been pillaging of the 20 years before that. And it's just kind of like, what are people going to do in the next 20 years? Sure. But it's like Dirty Rotten Scoundrels is an interesting film because it's like those two guys aren't really, they're funny people, but they're smart funny people. You know, like like Steve Martin is is the is is the is the is the genius comedian. You know, he's not the lowbrow guy. Right. And uh, and what's his name? And he wrote most of his movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. And Michael Caine is not mm-hmm. not. Uh, I mean, I mean, the difference in, in, in suaveness between Michael Caine and and Anne Hathaway mm-hmm. is huge. 
is huge. And I just think the mistake that everyone's making is we got to remake these movies from the past and just put women in them to give them something because this is this is it's a, it's a mistake. Mm-hmm. It's I like I, I mean like 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 that Ocean's Eight was one of the worst things I've seen in forever. I was like, <laughs> God damn! I said to myself, you guys could have made a cool con movie. You could have made a cool con movie. You didn't call it Ocean's Eight. It should have been its own entity. Because my thing is they spent too much time in that movie trying to kind of like connect the fact that like Sandra Bullock was was the sister of <laughs> Danny Ocean. And I, I, I was like, God damn it. Like that's wasted story time. <laughs> you could, All you, that wasted expositional yeah, space. Yeah, you'd be sitting around to make the movie better right. on some level. But they didn't do that because mm. they're, they're, they're soft. Anyway, they are bunch of punks, bunch of punk asses. So what are we talking about? So I want to talk about movies that I, I'm anticipating to go see this <clears throat> summer, okay. and I'm I'm gonna list some names of movies, and we'll make this a nice, fun, quick episode. Okay. And I just want your opinions on yay or nay if you want to see them. Now look, these look are closer. the ones that are um, anticip- anticipated Thank for 2019. Now, <clears throat> mind you, these are just basically regular movies of any genre. Okay, so it's not horror, not it, it, it could have a mixture of anything. It could be comedy. I'm just loading it up. I'm making... Okay, so <clears throat> so this very first one, you know I'm going to see, and it doesn't even have to be good. Mm-hmm. You, could, you could tell when I'm a fan from way back since 1965, before, <laughs> before I was even born, way before I was born, <laughs> these movies were coming out. So I'm talking about the new Godzilla, <laughs> King of the Monsters. Well, you love Godzilla. Now, I'm going to tell you why on, I'm excited. This bitch got a crush on Godzilla, first of all. Let's I have a Godzilla <laughs> action figure in my car right now. The new one with the purple badass one. Yes, he's in my car right now. He's my traveling buddy. Okay, now, this is the thing that's interesting about Godzilla. I, when I was a kid, I thought Godzilla was cool. Mm-hmm. And the one that the, the one that came out, and I felt kind of like I, it, something about Godzilla as I got older didn't seem. They started getting really as, as fascinating to me. Mm-hmm. And there was that cartoon that was on uh, when I was yeah. a kid. That was just yeah. blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But the last one that came out. Was actually fucking good. I thought it was. A, I mean, it was. It was. It was. It was the nice blend of horror and what's going on. Mm-hmm. And but I, but I still felt like it, something was missing in that film. I don't know what it was, but when I saw the trailer for this new movie, I realized, <laughs> well, that's what it is. It's Godzilla, King it's of the, the monsters. monsters. It's the it's the yes. other monsters, Mothra and, and Rodan. And I have to say that I say that was the problem when they did that remake with um, what's his name Matthew from Ferris. Broderick. Broderick. Mm-hmm. That was terrible. Mm-hmm. That because, was awful. Because it didn't feel like Godzilla. It just felt like some random monster that just showed up and was popping eggs and little baby. Like it didn't have a. It didn't feel organic to the story, mm-hmm. and they were trying to put too much comedy, and it was just stupid. Well, I, Even I, I, though it comes on TV, and every now and then I'll just stop and watch it anyway because it's like, okay, let me just see what what it is. But so you also have this thing about that is that the Godzilla movies from the in the 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 the, 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 the really really good Japanese ones don't really spend a lot of time with the humans. You spend as much time as you can on the, on the monsters, yes. what they're doing. So, so, so again, it's like it's pure cinema of just the creatures doing their shit. Yes. I, don't need, I don't need any dialogue and humans going, whoa, the world's going to end right. and Tokyo's right. going to get burned and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Fuck all that. I just want to yeah. see these monsters and even fight. With, and it was interesting because the Japanese one, the indie one that came out a couple of years ago, the one I told you that only showed up in one day oh, right. yeah, yeah, and yeah. I had to go and I hated it because remember I told you the reason why because I didn't get a chance to get my popcorn. Right. So I was pouting the whole movie and I think that colored my experience because then when I went back and watched it again I was flying where was I flying I was flying somewhere I said well shit let me watch this again mm-hmm. because in that one they had the monster but they were focusing more on the people the government they were focusing on how organizing people mm. and it was the second time and then the third time I watched it I actually Damn. liked it 
I actually liked it because at least that one they were trying to show which you normally don't do because usually they show some people oh they're running but in the Japanese version and it was an indie film I have to stress that because that was an independent production Um, they really wanted to go and delve in and, and to explore like if this shit really happened what would really be happening on the ground with people? Right. So they focused through all the government things, like the you know the prime minister, president. They focused on the people who were on the ground in terms of how do we physically move a bunch of people to safety okay. when this shit is going. And then they were dealing with the evolution of Godzilla as a because in that one they actually showed how he evolved to become this thing mm. over time, like in a short period of time, and all this DNA. And I didn't appreciate it the first time because I had to let go of the popcorn. And once I let go of the popcorn, I was drinking wine on the plane and having a good meal on the plane, uh-huh. and I watched it, and I really had to step back, like, what is it about it that bugged me the first time? And what always bugged me was, as a kid and as an adult, I always loved the fighting of the monsters. I wanted to see that. I don't right. care about the people. Yeah. But like, that was the first time I saw one when like I stood back and I said, you know what? It was very Power Rangers. Yeah. And I just said, you know what? This is really interesting to kind of look at it as a real world experience. So that's what made me go back and change my mind on it. Now, this new one, because it is subtitled King of the Monsters, mm-hmm. they got all the classics. They got Mothra. They even got the bitch. The twins. Really? They got, they got, the, they got the twins in it, too. Really? If y'all know about the real uh, Godzilla monster movie, twins. the two twins, um, they've got Godzilla. They, oh, they, they got Mothra. They got Rodan. They got Rodan. They got King Ghidera. If you don't know who Ghidera is, he's the three-headed one that right. blows the fire and all that stuff. And But they're, they're still doing the same thing that they always do because they don't think that you know other cultures, other people, and it's got to be white people, the leads. So, of course, they got old girl. What's her name? Millie from, uh, oh, what's that chick's name? From uh, the kids' TV show on Netflix. Stranger Things. Oh yeah, yeah. Her. Oh, Bobby Molly Brown. Brown. Yeah, Molly Brown. That's it. Bobby, yeah, Bobby Brown. Bobby Brown. Bobby Brown. Millie Bobby, Bobby Brown. Brown. Yeah. Millie Bobby Brown. Yeah, they got her. <laughs> I like her though. Yeah, she's fine. They got, but they got my girl Vera Farmiga, who I really love, and they got Ken Watanabe because they got to have one Asian character in there, I guess, to represent. Wait, wait who's in again? Vera Farmiga. Okay, Vera Farmiga, Billy Bobby Brown, Kyle Chandler, Sally Hawkins, and Ken Watanabe. See, um, see, this is you know, this is what you know what this is what I again I so underscore your point. I think the problem, and 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 this will dovetail into our, our discussion next episode. We're going to do this episode. The problem is, is that uh, uh, I don't want to see these actors. I don't want to see these people, except for Ken Watanabe. I would well, love Ken, to see yeah, Ken. Yeah, it's yes. great. You know, but, but yes. Ken is great. But it's like <clears> you know, <throat> the thing that I loved about the Godzilla films, like, the original ones, is that. There's all these people in Tokyo tripping out and the Prime Minister and Nagasaki and go, what the fuck, and blah, blah, blah. And there's no touchdown. And then something flies by and burns them all up. And we don't have to see them again. And there's nothing that's happening right. in the United States. I don't know. I don't care about the United States. Right. And I think that's what makes those movies interesting to me because I, the, the thing about when you watch these movies, these disaster films or whatever it is, and you put people's faces in there that I recognize... They bring a baggage. Exactly. And I feel that Kim Watanabe, I, like, he, like, he, like, he's a great actor. I, I'm like, that's the last thing he was in. That was the previous Godzilla last movie he was in, I remember. I'm kind of like, he's underutilized yeah. this as an as right. actor. And it's just like, that's what makes the movies. There's a, the, the, I had a discussion with my brother all the time about what, what what's terrible about movies now the last, since 9 11 is, is that movies have to feel so real. Yeah. 
and the and the, and the loss of the ability to, to to enter the fantasy world of cinema and not seeing a fancy film but just a fancy world of cinema lets you know that I don't need to see people that I recognize just, mm-hmm. just show me a world that is not mine and fucking you know and entertain me in a cool ass right, way right. and that's and you start putting you know I mean look I like Vera Farmiga I like all these people but it's like I don't want to see them in a Godzilla movie yeah I, I want to see unknowns um, that way I can I don't have no feeling and they don't take away from the story and like I said the cool thing about this and the dilemma is very clearly stated in the trailer is basically if we saw the first one Godzilla you know they knocked him out and they've got him tied up somewhere safe right. and this other badass comes up who's like the alpha of all the monsters and basically he's wrecking havoc on everything and the only person that can <laughs> stop them to kind of turn all the other monsters away from that one is Godzilla so now it's like do you wake Godzilla up and then after you know, right. you after after you, after you don't whooped his ass, and then you're gonna wake him up and say, "Look, uh, hey man, I'm gonna, I'm gonna need you to come handle some shit. <laughs> um, I know we beat your ass the last movie, and we blew some stuff up and knocked your ass out." But, so is there somebody that can speak to him or something? No, basically they just wake him up and let him go out there. And I guess when he gets out there, he sees so all the shit. Are the his him. instincts are yeah. Well, we'll see. And I'm sure the monsters know how to communicate to each other. Yeah, well, but I, I kind of believe, I, I, I only saw the first movie one time in a the theater, and I actually wanted to see it again. <clears> I just never did. But I kind of remember that there was some discussion where Ken Watanabe was saying that there's been these events where Godzilla has appeared before, right? And Cataclysmic the, events, you know, and, and part and, of his his thing is to be the savior of the, the world. The savior, yeah. And I think, oh. I, and I think, I think what he was suggesting was is that these monsters have shown up before, and we just don't know it. And Godzilla, because you know, he has some energy signature, mm-hmm. has kind of like kept him in check. And I f- and I feel like now it's like where it's in the past these creatures have come out like one at a time. Somehow the new guy has mm-hmm. figured out how to get them all to show up at the same time, okay. and that's where they get away. So here's the thing: it's like Trump is running amok in the world. Yeah, can we wake Godzilla? And we gotta we gotta wake up the Godzilla to go take out King Ghidorah, aka Trump, <laughs> and whoop his ass and everybody else who turned on the wrong side and fucked it up for America and, wow. and messed up our reputation. So I'm going in with that. Is America better now? Isn't it great? You know what? Anyway, What's the next movie. Next movie, Rocket Man. Uh, now, first week. of all, that's first week. of all, yes, it's Queens at the Writers Guild too. Don't I am a Taron Egerton fan. Ever since I saw him in that one British movie where uh, he was like the spy. What was that movie uh, called? With um, the Kingsman. Kingsman. Uh, oh my God! When I saw him, that I, I fell in love with him. Mm-hmm. And he's been doing some really, really steady work. I mean, he had a couple of flops that you know they tried to to do. I think Kingsman Who's the other too. guy who stars in the other guy? Um, the British actor. Yeah. Colin Who's always in Colin Firth? Colin Firth. Yeah. Yeah. My, my other husband. Yeah. If I don't, yes. You know. Yes. Yeah. So number one, he's doing his own singing, mm-hmm. and I don't, that's his voice. Yes. Well, I so, love that. So what's cool? I heard about this is that is that they re-recorded a bunch of the songs mm-hmm. for him to sing, and with slightly different <clears throat> arrangements, so they oh, weren't okay. so because they they realized that he could sing, and it's and it, although it's Elton John, it's a little. It's a little easier for them to do the music, not the recorded version. Yes, in terms of money, and it allows Taron to actually act and be that character yeah, and really on, take cause on. Because yeah. you know, on stage, because see, you know, this is this whole thing I have about about musicians and bands and shit. This was it's kind of like it's one of my little check marks. If you're a good band, mm-hmm. can you fucking perform live yeah. really, really exactly? Well? And and there's so many people who can't. Mm-hmm. Oh, what's really dope Some is... Some studio, studio Yeah, You know, you know, you know, now we're going to auto-tune you to fuck out and do all this kind of shit with the tweaking. So, like, you can't do... And all these motherfuckers now who... I've, I've heard people say that they don't like 
real instruments. But that's another. Okay, who are these people? Like, like kids today don't like real. Oh, right, right. But that's another. Because they can make their own fucking beats. They think they somebody. <laughs> but, but see, okay, but see this. But the thing that's interesting is, is that if you go see a band live. They play their song that you know, mm-hmm. but they tweak it a little I was about bit. To say, it's usually different. They though. tweak it that night yeah. for you, the way they're feeling, the way the response they get from the audience. It's plus, plus, and, 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 and plus they get. I'm, I apologize. Plus, they get tired of playing it the same way. They played it oh, hundreds of times. The same, I mean, so 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 that's where I think that that Taryn is gonna is they're they're doing new music. They're doing his classic songs, but right. he's doing the songs because it's like I guarantee you if, that if you, if you went to an Elton John show two nights in a row, right. the same right. song wouldn't st- he would he'd have to tweak it himself. You don't know what would happen. And he might change the the, um, the, the, the order, the, the, yeah, the set list or whatever right. it is. I mean, like like they do that, and that's what was to me is what makes a fucking band awesome. And that's well, what's interesting this. about this one is that the director, um, Dexter Fletcher, who's, who's doing Rocket Man, he was the one that was hired after uh, Brian Singer was fired from... Oh, that's the same dude. Mm-hmm. You know, when he was fired from Bohemian Rhapsody, um, they wow. brought this guy in. So he finally gets to do his own his yeah. own oh, biopic yeah. oh, himself oh, oh, yeah, start cause, to finish. Oh, yeah, because he got played. Yes. We didn't get played, but, but in the credits... But of the DGA, they won't mm-hmm. let you do that. Mm-hmm. If you, yeah. you started it, you, did, you get yeah. to keep it. Yeah, because so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's listed He gets sole directing credit. Because right. he's listed as executive producer, I right. think, on, on the other movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, look, I really want to see that. You know, I... You know... I remember when I was when when MTV was first coming on and, and a bunch of Elton John songs were coming. Were, were, his videos are really fascinating to me. You know, I I I, I always I I'm not saying like I I I don't think I own any of his music like CD wise, but I but his music is so fascinating. Particularly the stuff he's he's one of those guys who's such uh, he's such an anomaly now, but he was is part of that time of this in the seventies with like. David Bowie well he's he's, they put this performance on it and they create these personas on stage like the costuming that he does is just that was not the same Elton you met yes and and in the movie they talk about that how they said you don't need all that because your music is great but you got to remember before MTV you know you'd hear the voices of people constantly you have to have some kind of personality or persona and Elton John you got to know Elton like David Bowie and only a few White artists, we we accept them as our light skinned cousins mm-hmm. who did music that black people really loved. Right. And this is important because not only that, but Elton John, because of all that flamboyance, he, unlike some of his other peers, was mm-hmm. able to transition to MTV when MTV is nothing right. but flamboyance like Joel, and visual. Like Joel, right. Because once and this is the sad thing, this is the 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 double edged sword of, of MTV. And I need the babies to really listen to this. This is real. A lot of the people who were famous in the eighties and 90s who got big they would not have made it before MTV because they're only studio singers mm-hmm. and a lot of their stuff is made for visual only you get those people in front of you live they don't sound like shit can we can we talk about how what was it Michael Jackson was the first video Michael, that was black Michael yes and then Prince was like second yeah. but they had to fight for Prince and they did not want to show Michael Jackson in the history of the black people black, look listen black people make everything black people make the world go round <laughs> And if you ain't got black people in your country, I'm so sad for you because we add flavor to it. And black music is the pillar of all music that's made in America. Speak. From country. Speak. Okay? From rock and roll. Speak. Gospel. Jazz. jazz gospel. Your blues. Your bluegrass. Any music that comes out of America. Okay. 
that's originated, that's original, is black people. And you said it from the top, rock and roll. Listen, we, rock and roll was shit. a term, rock and roll was slang for black people. Yeah. All American music is created right. by black people, right. jazz, and just right. so you know, blues, the blues, right. and rock and roll. And rock and roll was and slang that's for sex. Black. For a lot of people in the 1920s and 30s, that rock and roll, that, that term, terminology, for about 20 years, it meant sex. Oh, we're going to go rock and roll. And that, it meant sex. Yeah. But then, of course, when white people start doing stuff, and you know how white people, we love you. Mm-hmm. But you know how sometimes when slang goes around and y'all misinterpret it, or you say it wrong, <laughs> and you don't really get it, and you're like, well, they're calling the stuff rock all, and roll. It's also because we call it five different things. Yeah, we, yes. <laughs> and then when, when we know you caught on, we hurry up and change it and move on to the next thing. Because okay. woke is over. Uh, uh, yes, because y'all, y'all, y'all have a habit of like wearing stuff down and and that's why we have to keep changing shit. Because they run into the ground. They use it, they use it indiscriminately. Right. Yeah, and it's like it's not you're not using it. Though. That's not what that means. But <laughs> but Elton John, you know, when he came out, he was perfect for MTV. The big glasses, the big platform shoes. Hence, why you have people like Madonna. Madonna, I don't think is very good live in person. She's good in terms of theatrics, but in terms of singing, no. Oh yeah, horrible, go all of those people. Vocals. And I'm gonna say something else is gonna hurt some people's feelings too. Go even ahead. though I love the family. Mm-hmm. I love Michael Jackson, mm-hmm. but let's let's talk about Janet. The Another videos one. are everything. Yeah. Janet has a performs sweet, her ass off. But yeah, live. she has a sweet little voice. Right. It's tiny, right. but the visuals sell right. everything. And MTV was all about the visuals. Well, yeah, well, well, okay, you didn't have to be a real singer. She's a studio singer. You don't manipulate your voice. But, but, throw but, some but, backbeats. Okay, but, 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 there you go. But, but, but just go back and think about. She has an awesome show though. Because she. Can oh my god! Yes. But, 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 but okay. Think she's about, dance music. Queen right. of dance music. Sorry, like, go ahead. Think about Rhythm Nation, right? Mm-hmm. And just that was the shit. And and and, oh, yeah. and, and, and and go back in your head. Five, four. And <laughs> play that. But see, it's all the production of that yes. music. It's not her Jimmy Jam. Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. Yeah, they was like, in they prime. If they had not got, if she had not got with them, I'm just gonna say it. Mm-hmm. Janet would have been floating off. She would have been like Latoya, mm. trying to trying to make something happen. She might have been more focused on her acting, right. or kind of faded away, got married, and went away. But. Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. What was Lewis? that other sister? Santa Pete? What was that? That was Rebe. <laughs> what happened to that? What that been? Well, she had, you know, she's a good mom. I like that song. I was a good song, but I don't think she, I don't think the business, She. I don't think she liked the business that much. It's yeah, too much, too much. It's to the brothers. Yeah, well, you know. You know, you know how it is. is. But anyway, so Next Rocket movie. Man, we are looking forward to yes. it. I mean, as soon, like before the trailer came up, before I even realized what it was, all you need to hear is that piano. Boom. Yes. Dun, okay. dun, you're like shit. I'm gonna start crying in the audience. Okay. Like, please don't tell me. See, this is what happened. Mary Jane listen, did her version. Listen, yes. when you this is gonna happen when you, your Sylvester movie gets made, mm-hmm. and we and you have to do this too. Mm-hmm. Where we hear all black, and all you hear is the music, the chorus. Mm-hmm. Dun, 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 dun. I, I'm telling you, people will start crying, and then you have boom, and there's and you're just like, tra- I'm just seeing the trailer. Bitch, you better make this happen. It better be like Elton John when you hear that boom, and you hear it like, oh my god, is that Sylvester? It's Sylvester. This is the thing I want to say about that. You saying with the fun buoyancy, but see, like the th- the thing I love about Elton John is as fun buoyant as he is, he his 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 spectrum of how he could present himself was so fascinating because you know as um you know you think about these big songs, but I don't think he he strips it down when he does like Candle in the Wind, right? Mm-hmm. Just him and, him and the piano, and it's like that's. Where he's such a uh, a masterful musician, right? But you said something earlier, uh, both of you, that you know there are certain artists because some artists are known for having ballads, for example. Mm-hmm. He he can have both. Mm-hmm. He has those up tempo, fast dance songs. Mm-hmm. He has those slow, like you said, um, "Candle in the Wind." Like he's all a musician those songs. and he can sing. <clears throat> yes, 
Yeah, amazing. I, I, let me, and, and look, let's just say this. I'm he sorry. Can sing every song, just about is a hit. Yes, like, just like Billy Joe. He every can fucking sing. song is a hit. He's a musician. Right. He writes his own music. He feels his music. You don't. You don't have to. Ha- In fact, he you plays could, real instruments. You don't need to see his videos. He doesn't write the lyrics, though, does he? Uh, no, uh, other guy, uh, well, uh, yeah. Taupin. What's his name? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. But he writes the music and yeah. arranges Bernie, it or whatever. Yeah, Bernie right. Taupin does. It's called right. Yeah. So please, please. So yes, I will be there. I'm going to have my big glasses on. I'm singing all the songs, <laughs> and I, I, I really hope this is something that the young actor who's playing him, I really, he's one of my favorites. He's one of those ones where he just needs to have a serious role that, that catapults him, because mm-hmm. he has that face, he has those, he just, there's just something about him that I just, I just really, really appreciate, and I really want this to be a big thing for him. So mm-hmm. if he's ever listening to this, um, Taryn Edgerton, over in England, I am rooting for you. This should be huge. And the fact that you're singing it yourself, I'm excited. So the last two things I want to say, the last two that I'm already interested in, um, I want to say Men in Black mm-hmm. with Tessa Thompson and Chris Hemsworth and Fast so, and, so Fur- is, Fast is, and is, Furious. Is Will Bob's and um, Tommy not in No. Mm-hmm. Okay. No. It's Tessa Thompson mm-hmm. and old boy who played <laughs> Thor. <laughs> Damn. Chris, Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to pump up Tessa. So it looked the trailers look really fun, and the the premise is this: that apparently, and I'm not giving anything away. It's not a spoiler alert. Uh, well, if it's spoiler. in the trailer, it's in the trailer. Basically, <laughs> what happened was there was an incident when Tessa Thompson's character was a little girl, mm-hmm. and you know how the premise in Men in Black has always been when some kind of alien thing happens, mm-hmm. when they have to shut it down, they put that little thing in front of everybody's faces, mm-hmm. the light flashes, and everybody it wipes forgot. everybody's memory. Mm-hmm. Well, according to this, some kind of alien thing happened involving her parents and some other people, and she was in the house. And when the men in black showed up and they put the little light thing on um, to make everybody forget what they saw, mm-hmm. um, it got everybody except for her up in the house. They didn't realize she was watching from the window. Mm-hmm. And so basically, as she's growing up, she knows about men in black and she's been searching for them. And because she finds them, yeah. she wants to get a job with them. Oh, and she cute. tells them the fact that the fact that I was able to find you <clears throat> and you didn't know this tells you I'm perfect for this job. So they team her up with Chris Hemsworth and basically Chris Hemsworth and basically they go around the world, London, different places. And basically it's like men in black. They always fuck up London. Don't they? Yeah, it's like men in black. Fun. And it looks <clears throat> a lot of fun. And they, they have a really great chemistry. They had a great chemistry in Thor Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's something about Chris Hemsworth and Tessa. They do have great chemistry. The trailer looks really funny. It looks like a lot. It's, it's one of those Tessa's those white. big popcorn movies. She's white. No, Tessa she's Thompson? not. She's black and Latina. Okay, I'm just she's black and Latina. Okay. No, okay. It's interesting. So, so, so the, From the Creed movies. Right, right. Okay. okay. So the okay. thing that's interesting about um, um, <clears throat> this movie, I, I, I'm curious to see... Uh, it's interesting because you know I think the Men in Black. I mean, I think the Men in Black movies are are, are really what put Will Smith in a, in a different level as a filmmaker. And it's interesting because it's again one of these films where, you know, it's a black guy, it's a black person, a white person, and they go on this kind of like this interesting journey. I'm just curious to. See, I mean, I didn't. I I I only watched the first one. I wasn't interested. I wasn't a fan enough about this type of movie to want to see more of it. <coughs> I, I, I might see this. I don't know. I would say go see it just for the fun factor of Tessa. I just like the idea of this character who, you know, 
you thought you had erased everybody's memory, but I found you. And I just think as a story trope, in, I think that's just really oh, cute. I think it's a good and way in. Not one time did I think, oh man, I wish Will Smith and Old Boy was in this. No. In fact, I'm happy they're not in Tommy it. Tommy Lee Jones. Tommy Lee Jones. Well, I'm, I'm happy they're not in it. I think they don't might cameo with the end. They probably guys, have some cameos, but I don't color. care. Hey, what are you doing? Thanks for taking We don't, we don't care. Right, right, right. Two shots. And ladies and gentlemen, ladies in particular. You see she mentioned Aladdin. You know she wants to see Aladdin. Fast and the Furious. Fast and the Furious. Hobbs and Shaw, one of the first spinoffs from the Fast and Furious. I only have three. Who's in it? I only have three. This is all you need to know, people. Idris. Ladies in particular. Listen, listen, listen to me. Okay. Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> Idris Elba. Mm-hmm. And Jason Statham. Okay. Just on that. Really? On, on, on that this alone. Is on that, yes. And if you know anything about um, I'm not, Jason you know Statham and The I'm Rock, not, right. in the previous movie, they were enemies right. and like two movies, they were fighting, they were enemies and, and The Rock movie, was trying to... they fought together but yes. they still had tension. And then, them. yeah, and then they became <clears> friends <throat> because they had to work together right. on some stuff and some things that Jason thought, like they thought he had killed his brother and he hadn't really, all this other stuff. Right. So now they're working together and Idris is like the badass Superman villain, which is awesome and he gets to use his own accent, which is even more awesome. Yeah. He does and, not use his accent and, for all those folks, for, for the fan, it doesn't have to be ladies, men, ladies, non-binary, everybody else. There's a scene I saw in the recent trailer <clears throat> where they have Dwayne Johnson on the island with his family. It's pan-Polynesian, and they're doing the haka. <laughs> okay. And when I tell you the fineness of these Polynesian men, some of them look like they came from New Zealand. Mm. A lot of them came from Samoa. Mm-hmm. I'm just telling you, if you know anything about the haka, which is a warrior stance, but... Because you know I'm smutty. It's like Jay- <laughs> like Jason Momoa did before. It's the, the, sexy, the sexier than Jason Momoa. I'm just telling you, sexier than no, him. Wait a minute, man. Listen, He's listen. Screaming. Jason Momoa. Listen, Jason Momoa is okay. Are those levels like he okay? They got spiked. No, no, the- he's okay. It's blasphemy. In Jason, just- no, it's not. Jason, <laughs> Jason Momoa is okay. I tell you why. He's cute, but he's like. He's that dude that he oh, my he's I'm just joking. He's, he's cute. charisma. No, no, he doesn't, have, he doesn't have that thing. He doesn't yeah, have that it factor. Charisma. Like he's cute and he's fine in that kind of like surface level thing. But he's like that cute fine where after a couple of months you're like he's like a puppy dog and like Damn. now I'm bored. Damn. Now I'm bored. See, well, no, because look, and you can wrap him around your finger. I, 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 look, look, and y'all know me. Look, y'all already know me. You know I need somebody to be like put me in my place. I agree with you. I agree with you because and he doesn't have that it thing for me. The thing about Jason Momoa is you know he's been around since the first season of Game of Thrones. Even before then, with Star and, Stargate, you know, and I just kind of, I, I just don't know. He, he doesn't have like Dwayne Johnson has a, has a, has a, he, he has the on screen charisma that I don't see with Jason Momoa yet. It's right, just, right. That's what it is. So yeah, and you know, hey, no disrespect to him and people who love him and stuff like that. It's just that for personal reasons, I just don't think he has that it thing. Like he's sexy, cute, mm-hmm. but let me tell you, like people, when I tell you. So you stay away from Idris first. Uh, listen, <laughs> all three. I'm gonna get us a, a Neapolitan swirl. Damn. I'm getting all three with Dwayne, <laughs> Jason, and Idris. So, like I said, I don't even care what the plot is about. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Was there a dilemma and a crisis? Do, do we do we get to the inciting <laughs> the inciting incident? I'm sorry. What is this? Oh my God! Look at Jason. Anyway, they're all sexy. They're wonderful, and I'm a huge Dwayne Johnson fan. Anyway, I love him. Really quick about he's ten, amazing. About ten years ago, ten years ago, and eight years ago, whatever it was, when I used to go to the coffee shop with Lance Black, and we'd sit across mm-hmm. from Brian Singer and everybody. <clears throat> the, the, the the gay mafia was at this one place, <laughs> <laughs> and um, I, I was standing. Uh, I, I walked. I was standing in line for a hot chocolate, and I turn around and I hear somebody with this. British accent, and I turn around and there's Jason Statham, 
And I was like, holy oh shit, God. he's not very tall. I was a little shocked. He's like, he's like no, 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 nobody in Hollywood. Nobody he's in Hollywood shorter than tall. me, and I was shocked. Nobody in just Hollywood Just because... I always expect it too, but still, to actually see he's, them in person, but this, but this, he's probably 5'8". Okay, does he come to your ear? Yeah, he's like probably here. But okay. the, the thing is... And I'm 5'10 and a half. People, okay. people always say, oh, these actors are smaller than you think they are. That's true, but there are actors who are even smaller than than that. Like Tom Cruise is like is, is demonstrably smaller than a lot of yeah. than, than a lot of shorter actors. Yeah. You know, he's just, and Jason Statham is kind of the same way. You, I've, I've seen him. It's like... <clears throat> he, the thing, thing about guys like that someone's telling me this it's like they all have like really big heads though mm-hmm. their heads are like big so they kind of like this is this dominance that they like mm-hmm. project because of that well I I'll, have my I'll, look look I'm gonna let you tell me about that movie I'm not gonna watch that movie I haven't watched Fast, Fast and the Furious I haven't watched Fast and the Furious since the fifth Fast one Fast Cars wow. since the fifth one Explosions I don't like the stories St- right. who goes for the story <laughs> Did That's you, why I don't watch I, did, those movies. Did, did you not hear what I said? That's why I don't watch those movies. I said Idris, <laughs> Jason, Dwayne. These are men who would be like, if they said, if we were fighting in public, and they said, get in the car right now, I would get in the car. But see, <laughs> but see the, the, not everybody can do that for me. I'd be like, the, the, see, Jason Momoa would be sitting out there like, bitch, you what? You get in the car. What you doing? No, you get in the car. See, Shut that's up. the problem with the, that's, that's the problem, I think, is that there's... These actors... Jason be like, love, I need you to get in the car. Okay, daddy. <laughs> we get in the car and we're going to beat up people and it's going to be fabulous. Let's wrap this up. Go Great ahead. suits. <clears throat> there needs to be a movie... Fancy look an, an action film that doesn't rely on these tropes of like these... The, 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 the reason why I don't like action films is that mm-hmm. action films they, they, they is that they rely on these kind of like these grandiose right. interests. You, you people can have grand interests. Right. That's great, but they become grandiose and and therefore they become like I get. I'm I'm never interested in action films anymore. I just like I don't the, the, I, I, I don't I don't find them compelling. I go back and watch yeah. an '80s action film. Right, it's a lot more fascinating to me. And the problem know? the problem that I have with them That's just to keep it short is. Everybody's a, everybody's a superhero. Yeah, and the, you know, even in that life, like they can drive faster, hop over things, do all. Like nobody's really at the risk of any. There's no danger in those danger. movies at all. So I'm just kind of right. like, what's the point? Well, you know? to, to close us out, the last one I forgot, and we don't have to talk about it, but because I'm going to go see it next week, mm-hmm. Brightburn. I'm seeing it tonight. So yeah, what's so that basically imagine if Superman had came down mm-hmm. and he didn't go to the, the light side, he went to the dark side. As a child, I'm hoping that's going to do. So well. he shows up. I thought it was a graphic novel, that's but I, it's an original piece. I'm thinking. Well, yes, okay, yes, it, yes, it, it is because they're not calling Superman. They're just saying an alien with powers. I mean, I mean, I mean, like, like it the, is the best uh, premise. That trailer is. There was a really amazing. good Elseworld that came amazing. out. Where it's, I think it's called Red Sun, where. The, the 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 Kryptonian rocket and landed outside of Moscow, not in Kansas, and so <laughs> and it takes place in the fifties or forties. And Superman is like a is a minion of Stalin. Imagine and a horror a cool, movie, a cool idea, a horror movie Superman, a little boy of powers. He's kind of a weirdo. He lands in Kansas somewhere, and all of a sudden he realizes these are humans, and I can. Whoop their take ass. Over. I can right. whoop their ass They're and like take off. Listen, <laughs> they had a moment in there. It remind me of Salem's Lot when the little boy's floating. It's in yeah. the trailer when he's floating up, and the mom looks outside, and you see your boy with in the, a pair of jeans with the, fangs floating, up. With the fake <laughs> beanie thing. He done made him. I'm like, this child is the devil. Sign me up to come see it. Awesome. So awesome. go see these movies, cool. and see hopefully, in a couple of months, we'll come back at the end of the summer and we'll talk about uh, how these movies fare okay. that we talk about. I also want to see, just want to say on Netflix, Ava DuVernay's new one about the guys in the park. What's I'm not going to go see that. 
I'm not gonna I know, watch that. We're probably tired oh, of that. Oh, the, but I saw I, the trailer and I was like, wow. I don't want to go back. That's, it looks the, like she's. It looks amazing. It looks like the Central Park Five. Yeah, that's it. That thing. Yeah, I don't want to relive that. I'll probably see a mini next year sometime. I just don't want to relive. I, I relive. I relive that with Trump. And Trump was doing some really bad things with that. And but hey, I look for for people who don't know the story to please watch that. Um, but for me, I'm not awesome. ready to go back. Cool. Well, uh, where you at, Chris Derrick? I am. On this was a short episode, yes, y'all. Thank um, y'all. Yes, wait, compared to the last three, um, <laughs> I'm on Instagram at unauthorized CBD and Twitter at the same handle, and that's where I am. Yep. Lisa, Lisa, Pope, hey, right? I will be coming back to Twitter at what fresh hell is that? I mean, I'm still there. I'm just not posting anything. I'm just you reading. Said that last week. I did, but I I want to give myself another week of freedom, freedom before I go back and dive in to see what the timeline looks like. It's like, oh Jesus! <laughs> so I did post something though. Uh, on May 19th, I did post. It was this. It was the birthday of Malcolm X and Grace Jones. Right. So I did put a new post up last last week. And once again, thank you to all the people who enjoyed the the last episode um, with Latoya Morgan on there. Mm-hmm. Really appreciate it, and that was a real great treat to have <clears> her <throat> on there. So, hi Latoya. Right. Cool. And I'm the host Hilliard Guest. You guys can find me on Twitter at Hilliard Guest. You guys can follow the show Screenwriters RR on Twitter. Any questions? Screenwriters Rant Room at gmail.com. Please go on iTunes, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to. Give us a five star review. Um, so, Follow, follow us. Uh, oh, I was going to say what people can't see. What the, the people can't see what they need to see, they need to see is uh, Hilliard's dope rant room T-shirt. Oh, we'll take a picture of it and we'll, uh, yeah. we'll do that. Um, yeah. So uh, please go on our what, Chris? Our Patreon page <clears throat> because we need your support, people. Yes, of course. We're just asking for continued existence. On no, I'm just right. kidding. And they <laughs> can they can good. order the T-shirts. There'll uh, be a link. It'll be a link in the, Go ahead, I'm sorry. Like, so there's a direct link to the order of the T-shirts, which you'll see yeah. in this episode with the post in the show notes. Yes, of course. Um, yeah, that's what's up. Just want to say a quick little thing. Um, today is, uh, well, I don't need to say what day, but yesterday was May 25th. Shout out to the people of Tulsa, Oklahoma, 1921, Black Wall Street, over, Jesus, over 100 years ago, just about, mm-hmm. or almost, or there, mm-hmm. something like that. I can't count. 90, five times five divided by 20. 98. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Almost 100 years ago. That's crazy. Uh, so shout out to y'all. One day we're going to do the God darn movie. Uh, yeah. So um, lots of shit going on, y'all. Uh, let's, let's wrap this up. So thank you guys. We appreciate y'all listening, tweeting, um, you know, following us and, you know, talking with everybody. Big shout out to Latoya Morgan. Um, again, we had an awesome episode with her, <clears throat> Carl Seaton, you know, the whole Wu-Tang Clan, Rachel Miller. Um, anyway, so y'all know how we do it on the Rant Room. On the show, we keep it real. We keep it opinionated. Can't even speak to that. We keep it opinionated. We keep it what everybody. Wakanda, Wakanda forever. forever. Yes. Peace, y'all. Ciao. I'ma say what I feel. And I promise to keep it real. Welcome to the Rant Room. Well, you gotta be a rider Till your fears are diminishing The doubts are behind ya It's hard to grind And the business got me stressed In the rent room We let that shit up off our chest You know the street nerd has got no time for no kata Sass in class Yes, that's Mr. Bolakaja Never have to guess When you're listening to Hilliard He gon' bring more game Than a shark playing billiards It's all about the crap of screenwriting It's exciting when you turn an outline Into something enlightening Your pen and words Are like bullets in a gun Write what you feel Say what you want Welcome to the Red Room. Red Room. Red Room. Red Room.